This is Pastor Nathan Kirk, and I am so glad that you have decided to make Greater Life a part of your day by tuning in to the message that you're about to hear. We here at Greater Life are a group of people that are passionate about living for Christ, as well as service one to another. From our worship services, classes, and messages, we strive to love and serve with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. I hope you enjoy the message you're about to hear, that it is a blessing to you, and that in turn you may be a blessing to others. If you're searching for a church to call your home, I encourage you to join us here at Greater Life. What a wonderful Savior. God has been so good. I know this year, in the last couple of years, have been maybe challenging for some, but God has been so good. And He is so faithful. And He is present in your life. He is a present and active force in your life. Amen. This last year, I want to do a little bit of a, uh, actually want to give a quick announcement before we give, give a little bit of a recap. If you are interested at all in um, advancing and just kind of remaining in fellowship and advancing uh, some things in the kingdom, if you have any interest in leadership or ministry, it doesn't even have to be leadership, just ministry and what ministry means. Ministry means service. Ministry does not mean standing behind a lectern. It doesn't mean preaching on a pulpit or a stage somewhere. Ministry means service. So if you have an interest in service, I want to encourage you and invite you to um, Breakthrough Ministry Training 2022, which is coming up in January. So it's just right around the corner. If you've ever been a part of this conference, it's a Thursday night, all day Friday, Friday night, and then Saturday uh, during the day. You don't have to attend all the sessions if you have work or things like that. But if you've ever been a part of this conference, I think you could testify to the fact that it is impactful and it can bring some breakthrough in your life personally. I would love to see a great contingent from Greater Life at this conference. If you want to sign up for it, you have to go on the district website and sign up. And I would encourage you to do so um, and to do so before the end of the year because rates for the, conf- the rates are very affordable, but rates do go up after the end of the year. If you've never been to Breakthrough, um, how, many, how many in here if you, have you heard of the conference uh, Because of the Times? Anyone here heard of Because of the Times conference? How many of you have gone to Because of the Times? How many of you have been, how many of you have been to Because of the Times? So a few of us here, okay. Sister Tumi, you've been to Because of the Times? Oh, that's exciting. I didn't know that. You don't have to tell me about it. I'm, that's, oh, that's cool. Um, so maybe like there's been like four or five people total in here that's been to Because of the Times um, and set, we, can't, we can't, always can't make it down there to Louisiana in January, although, you know, maybe we kind of want to, like, like, all of a sudden, like, I just feel called to go, to, you know, but, but what our district superintendent has done, Brother Lickle, is trying to bring some of this to us, and so there are some dynamic speakers, it's a great conference, it's, it's inspiring, and it also gives some, just some practical things as well that you, you want to be a part of it, so I would just encourage everybody to be a part of that, amen. This last year, 2021, has shown us um, has shown a lot of different things for Greater Life. And if this is your first time or you, you are relatively new to Greater Life, uh, this is going to be a little bit of recapping about who we are and what we're about. But I just wanted to share some things with you. The last, what, where things have been in the last year and a half, almost two years, but especially in the last year. Um, from a congregational standpoint, one of the things that we're beginning to see, and it's a little bit evidenced here tonight, is that we're beginning to find out that the building that we have while many square footage that, that there is in this winding labyrinth of rooms and structure, um, 
the building that we have is, is, uh, is not as adequate as we want it to be. If you'll notice every Sunday, every Sunday morning, one of the things you'll notice, and this is not recent, but every single Sunday morning, um, somebody has to park in the streets because our parking lot is full and overflowing. Every single Sunday, there are a roughly around, let's say, 25, 30 children downstairs and well over 100 adults upstairs, around 120, 130 adults upstairs. Our sanctuary is filling up. Our, our rooms are getting a little cozy. And, uh, and as much as we're trying to retrofit this building with modern technology, good luck. Uh, <laughs> limitations are there. But God is, God is blessing this church. This last year, we have been tremendously blessed, and God has been so, so good to us. Um, some of the highlights from this last year include, uh, in, include uh, many of the uh, expansions that we've done in, in, our, in our ministries, uh, getting more and more um, up-to-date and relevant with being online, but also, not only that, but expanding the people that are involved and understanding that um, it's, it's giving an opportunity that if you want to be involved, you don't have to wait 50 years to, to pick up the call. You can be involved in the work of the kingdom. Something that has dramatically shifted in this last year is that the purpose of this church, and it's always been about this, but it's really becoming realized, the purpose of this assembly, this gathering together, is not to find out what this church can do for other people, but it's to really help you and I and all of us, every single individual, realize what we can do for the Lord. What can we do for you, God? And you might say, well, I'm... I'm I don't know that I have very much to offer. You might say, I'm not in a stage of life where I have anything to give. I just want to step on that right now and say, that's not true. You do have something to offer. You do have something to give. And, and we don't give it to a church or an assembly. We don't give it to any of that. We give it all to the Lord. The Lord has been so good this last year to us. We've seen some really great, powerful things happen. And the Lord's been just wonderful. Um, over this last year as well, we've seen the expansion of our life groups. Amen. Raise your hand if you're in a life group, if you're involved in a life group. Everyone look around. There are plenty of people that are connected to our life groups. Amen. And those are, those are a really exciting thing. I was um, going to line up with Sister Jody tonight and have her share a testimony about her life group because there are some really powerful things happening there. But she is at home, and she is waiting her, her COVID results. So she is pretty sure that she... Um, has COVID, so we want to pray for her. But I'll, I'll share this with you real quickly, and then I'm going to ask Sister Tuma to share an update from her life group as well. But Sister Jody um, and I had talked a little bit over this past week, and she had shared something with me. In the last, uh, the theme for a life groups in December, if you, were, if you were in a life group, what was the theme for December? Does anybody you remember? Gifts. Gifts. The greatest gifts that we have. And um, the last lesson for life groups in December the greatest gift that we have is the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's the gift of the Holy Ghost. Let me just say here tonight, you need the Holy Ghost. We need the Holy Ghost. And we need to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So throughout this life group, things have been going well. And Jody had said that her neighbor Pam had been coming for the last nine or so months. And it's been kind of, things have been growing and doing well. And then all of a sudden, 
at the end of this life group, this conversation was beginning to wind down. Pam, who Jody's been doing Bible study with for some time, had finally looked at her with, with tears in her eyes and said, guys, which I think it's all ladies, but that's not the point. <laughs> she said, guys, I don't have the Holy Ghost. And I need the Holy Ghost. That's what, that's, and, and, and it's like, well, that, what does that mean? Well, here's this, I know it's probably been recorded, but it's fine. Like, here's this traditional Lutheran, used to traditional denominal things, the lights coming on and saying, I need the Holy Ghost. There's a change and there's a difference that's taking place. And it's very palpable, very powerful. Yeah. Sister Tuma, will you go ahead and share um, in just a minute here? So Sister Tuma has been part of a life group with some other ladies in the church, and, uh, and I think it's just a beautiful thing, her heart and her passion. But Sister Tuma, why don't you just share with us what's going on with your life group as well? Um, we started in January with four ladies in church, and it was going really good. But the Lord told me that we need to expand. So I went to prayer, and I said, Lord, what do you want me to do? So I had invitations made out. I had 40 of them made out. But I said, well, Lord, I can't do 40 at one time. So I took 10 of them. And I went down my aisle, I mean down my floor. And I said, I asked um, Tim Marchand's mom, pray with me. Who are the people you want me? I got four no's and I got four yeses. Out of the four they are so excited. And it started growing more and more. And in December, we did the gift. And I had a dream. The Lord had woke me up one night, and I testified what happened in my dream. And without even thinking, I said, I was speaking in tongues. And this lady says, what? Speaking in tongues? What is that? She said, my sister went to a church in Bermidji, Minnesota. She got the Holy Ghost. But, and I said, so is she still there? And she goes, no. But she said, well, I want to know what this Holy Ghost thing is. Well, we didn't have it um, last week because they want to cancel for church. And we didn't get to have it this Wednesday because everybody's sick. But... God is moving, and he already told me, now, in January, I am going to take out 10 more gift cards or gift um, invitations, and I'm going to the second floor, and I'm going to pray and say, God, where do you want me to go with this? Then the next time, it's going to be third floor. But God already gave me a vision, and I already told Pastor Hanton, I said, God showed me that my community room is going to be full of people. Every one of those souls are going to be in that place. And I cannot do the Bible studies, and I cannot do them all. And he said, you do not worry about it because God is on the move. And he is. It is just powerful. Amen. So <clears throat> this is just a sampling, and there are many other life groups, many other things that are happening that have been happening in this last year. Sometimes we don't really realize, if we're not connected, we don't know, we don't really realize what's going on. 
This is just a small sampling of some of the things that are not just like, oh, you know, someday. No, it's, it's happening. It's not happening without a fight. Come on, someone. It's not happening without its challenges, right? But it's worth the fight. It's worth the challenge. Even the resistance may be there. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. So I believe that we, are, we have been hitting up, and, and we could go on and on here tonight. And just a minute, I'm going to have Pastor Marchand come and share with some of the things that are happening in Blaine. And uh, really excited about that in this last year and moving forward. But uh, one of the things that I do want to share is this. I want to just maybe speak a little faith and help us out here tonight. Is that we are, we are heading for a breakthrough. We've been pressing up again, and not just we as a church, you individually, your life is heading for a collision course, which is a breakthrough. It's a, in the breaking, in any type of breaking that there is, breaking can be painful, and it can be, it can hurt, and it can be ugly sometimes, but there is a breakthrough that's coming, and the Lord is going to bring us through some things, and there's going to be victory on the other end of that. And victory throughout, not just, not just out there somewhere, victory as we go. And I'm excited for that. Amen. Um, but to that point, what I want to do is introduce us to our theme for 2022. I'm going to have Pastor Marchand kind of come and share what his vision is, uh, share some of the things for 2021 and what the vision is for 2022 in Blaine. Um, over these last couple of years, one of the things we've started to really notice, and we've heard about it in the preaching, teaching, you've seen it in our, in our culture and society, is how divisive our world is, right? It's division. It's division, division. If I can pit you against you, if I can pit you against you, and people against other people, if, we, if, if the enemy can cause division, that's exactly what he wants to do in, in every conceivable way. Sometimes we get afraid of, of that because we can see the way that it's going in our world. Our world is more divisive now than it's ever been. But there's got to be a safe place, a sanctuary, a haven within this world that division doesn't exist. Differences can exist. Differences have to exist. There are some things that we don't differ on, but there are some things that we have to have differences. That's what makes us, it's what makes us, uh, helps us to be healthy and to grow. If we're, if we're just one homogenous group of people, that's fairly boring, no matter how exciting you are. Aren't we exciting? Yeah, we're really exciting. No, we're not. Like, we're, we're just boring. But when you have the differences, that's what brings in some of the spice of life. Different people. Very different people. <laughs> Um, (laughs) but at the same time our call that we have is not to just put up a bunker and put up like be like a turtle and just try to shell in and stay together and ride out this storm our call is to go is to go and to be able to go while still being one. To be able to reach while not being divided. To be able to trust, and this is a huge thing, to be able to trust that we're not kingdom building except for one kingdom 
and that's his kingdom. To be able to know that if somebody is going, they're not separating. They're still a part of one body together. And that's the theme that I want to introduce to us here tonight for 2022. It's a theme of truly being together. And something that's going to be so vital for this year is, and I'm not going to try and plan this out and say, well, first quarter we're going to do this, and second quarter we're going to do that. I'll let you in a little secret. Um, at the beginning of 2020, we had, with our ministry team, we had a real big strategic planning meeting, and we were like, oh, this is what we're going to do for 2020, and everything's going to be so great, and we had all these things planned out, and it was like, oh, we got all these great plans, and this is so exciting, and all of a sudden, boom, none of that happened. I look over the notes that we have, from. I'm like, you idiot, what are you, I'm sorry, like, I was just talking to myself, so, like, what are you thinking, what, like, what were you thinking, like, you thought that was really going to happen? Here's what I know, is I can't, we can't predict what's going to happen in our world. But we can have a resolve that no matter what, we're going to stay together. I can't predict what's going to happen in our lives, but we can have a resolve that no matter what, we're going to be together. Not only that, but what I want to challenge us with is this. Okay, this is going to be fun. What I want to challenge us is this. Not just being in the same room. Because you can be, you can go to the church and be in the same room and be in the same congregation and all these things, but never truly be together. This is where we begin to open up our lives and be honest a little bit. Whew. That, that word that Brother Collins loves, but all of us don't like, to be vulnerable. <laughs> right? And some of you are like, I don't like this vision. Let's, let's go back to 2020. No, 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 hold on, hold on. It doesn't mean that you spill all your guts and you tell all your secrets and everything like that, but what it does mean is it means we have to be able to trust one another. And I think we do, I think we do, but it's taking it to a whole new level that while we ride out some storms together and as we go into the unknown together, Together, I've got your back, you've got my back, you have each other's back, that whatever comes out of our mouth, it is words of together, words that build and bring us together and not words that divide. That's going to make a difference in your world, in this church, and in the world around us together. So to that point, um, I'm going to have uh, Pastor Marsham, who's overseeing our Greater Life Blaine campus. If you would come on up here and maybe grab that. You got a mic, the mic already. That's wonderful. Come on up and share a few things uh, that's going on in Blaine. Let's welcome Pastor Marsham here. Amen, amen. Whoa. Mouth away from Greater Life Blaine. We started uh, 2021 with a bang. We had guests, we had visitors, we had a young lady receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the very first time. 
we had a, a young lady whose mother was a professed witch take her witchcraft paraphernalia off and lay it at the altar. And, but that's okay. Things changed. And things happened. But it's all good because God's still in control. In the summer of 2021, we started Sunday night services. We're quite thankful for that. Um, we've searched around, looked around to find our own place. And every door that's slammed in our face or they're asking for thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a month, which nobody can afford. At least I can't. If you can, let me know. Because we could use it. <laughs> yeah, let Pastor know too. City of Blaine, 57,000 people. One church. One apostolic church. 57,000 people. One church of 12 souls. We can't do it all together. We can't do it all. However, with God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. And as Pastor was saying, together. I thank you all for those that came and supported us. And in your support, that's our church if you haven't been there. That's the church we rent on Sunday nights. We are quite thankful for the pastor of that church that allows us to take over his Sunday nights. I do want to just say real quick on how this all happened on Sunday nights. He had two services on Sunday, Sunday morning, Sunday nights, kind of like we do. And then COVID hit in 2020, and when they started back to service, they only had two people show up on Sunday nights. So he comes to me one night, one day he was there on a Thursday night when we were there, and he goes, hey, Tim, hey, what do you guys think about starting on Sunday nights? Because I mentioned to him that we're looking for a place so we can have church on Sundays. And he goes, hey, how about just be here? I'm, we had to cancel our Sunday night service because we only had two people show up. And I said, well, Troy, Pastor Troy, I said, I, I don't want, I would, but I don't want you to think, like, because he was saying, maybe those people will come back. Maybe those people will come back. And I said, I don't want you to think that I'm trying to steal your people. I just want them to see the truth. He goes, well, well, Tim, the truth, the truth is I'm trying to steal you guys. He's asked us to be there on Sunday mornings. He's asked us to start coming to his church. I said, sorry. <laughs> Truth does prevail. So we started on Thursday nights. We now move to Sunday nights. We're thankful for our ministry team, our music team, Sister Molly and Sister Deb helping out, teaching Brianna and, and Ashley Van Hees to play the piano and that's that's my music team right there. Yeah. Family. That's our church. That's Hey, I'm actually wearing a tie in that picture. Amazing, exactly. There's my people. There's our people. There's our church. 
It is small. You're right, Jace. However, with God, all things are possible. And one thing we do need to know, as, as Pastor was saying, we are doing this together. So I'm, we're going to ask for your support this year. At the very least, I'm asking for prayer. Sister Carol is part of our group, and she's, she has a church in Moundsview. If you, don't, if you just listened to what she was, just said a little while ago, she is, has a church in Moundsview. So we're working together, trying, just being supportive of each other. As Pastor says often of this assembly, this is the best kept secret in Columbia Heights. This is the best kept secret in Blaine. Not for much longer. Not for much longer. As we go, as we be sent. So what we're going to be doing in 2022 is we're going. We're not going to just sit here in our comfort zone. Because that's now comfortable. That's comfortable. We're going to get out. We're going to move. But we're going to have to. We have to do this together. Amen? In December, early December of 2021, we had our annual Christmas concert. That's our lovely ABI group that came. We had almost 50 people there that Sunday night. It was wonderful. It was great. We thank you, those that came and helped out, Sister McGowan, and um, yeah, for bringing the ABI choir, the Christmas, Christmas choir. We had a great time in the Lord. We just had a great time. I'm going to say this. Um, this, young, this young lady down here on the bottom right, if you know who it is, it's Sister Tracy. Keep her in your prayers. She needs your prayers. She was right there at that moment. She was seeking for the Holy Ghost. She was asking God to fill her. She was praying and seeking God right after this, actually. God's moving. God's moving, but I can't do this alone. I'm not going to be alone. The, these few people here aren't going to be alone. We do this together and follow the leading of the Holy Ghost, following his leading. We will reach the city of Blaine. Amen? Thank you. I don't know about any. It's on. Yeah. Okay. I don't know about anybody else, but I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. I feel the Lord just with us in endorsing this work. Amen. He is here in this place. There is, and, and so there is something just so palpable. So, I want to give you an idea of what 2022 is looking like, and give you a few major touch points for what 2022 is going to include. Uh, one of the things that is going to continue this year is that we are going to continue with our life groups. If you are a part of a life group, um, I want you to know we are going to continue with those. There's going to be a little bit of a new format that's going to happen um, where it's just going to be a, a shorter video without any handouts, but the discussion questions are still going to be on there. If, you have, if you're not a part of a life group and you want to see what those are about, those are all on our YouTube uh, channel, so you can go check those out. Um, and enjoy those or, or not. You can just go check them out either way, though. So life groups are going to continue. If you want to be a part of a life group, 
please, um, please do let me know. Um, the other thing that we're going to be doing in 2022 is we are going to be revamping and relaunching our Sunday evening services. And I'm extremely excited about what this is going to look like. If you have your Bibles, in Acts chapter 2, so this is an apostolic church, amen. And people say, well, what kind of church is this? So here's something that we're going to have to understand together. When people say, what kind of church is this? What kind of church do you go to? This is an apostolic Pentecostal church. We are doing what we can to grow closer and closer and closer to what the Lord had initially started in the book of Acts as a book of Acts church. That includes that we're people of the word, but we're not just people of the word only. We're people of the moving and the demonstration of the Holy Ghost. We're living in a world right now, a postmodern world that, quite, quite frankly, does, if, if I can just be transparent, the world doesn't care what this book says. Right? You can know as much, you can have this whole thing memorized, cover to cover, and, and you'd be able to give it to them and speak it out to them until you're blue in the face. For the most part, the world does not think that this book is legitimate. Okay. But when you pray for them and they're healed, when you pray for them and they're delivered, when you pray for them and their addictions are broken and they're set free from those things, that is undeniable. And the word of your testimony is undeniable. So let me ask you this. Is there anybody here who's been healed? Is there anybody here who's been delivered? Is there anybody here who's had addictions that have been broken? Come on, somebody. And let me tell you, you may not have known where that came from, but when it happened to you, you wanted to know, where can I find out the source of this life? It's not found in programs. It's not found in the government. It's not found in other religions. You go straight to the source. Straight to the source. So, to that point, we are endeavoring to, I don't want to necessarily get back to our roots because I don't want us to think that we're going backwards. But what I, the, here's the point. Before you can expand your tent, you have to dig the stakes in deeper. So you dig in deeper so that you can expand farther. You make those roots go down deeper so the tree can extend farther. And that's exactly what's in t- what we're endeavoring to do in 2022 is get the roots in deeper, not go backwards and and revisit the elementary things that we've already graduated, but to go deeper. So for the purpose, not just for the purpose of going deeper, but for the purpose, purpose of expanding farther. Amen. So what does that look like? Well, one of the ways that that looks is how we're rebranding and repurposing our our Sunday evenings for 2022. And in Acts chapter 2, which is foundational, that's why we're talking about being an apostolic church, in Acts chapter 2, which is foundational to who we are, it's the birth of the church on the day of Pentecost. So we are a Pentecostal church, and this was a, on the day of Pentecost, the church was born. And they had that experience in the upper room where the Holy Ghost fell on all of them, and they all spoke with new tongues, with, with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them the words to say. Peter gave that profound message that day that said, if you, that when people were saying, well, what should we do? Peter said to them, if you're here tonight, hear this message. They said, what should we do? That message has not changed. 
The message is the same. Repent. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, every one of you, for the remission of sins, and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's the same message, and we are the same apostolic church that believes the same and preaches this very same message. But in verse number 41, it says, And they that gladly received this word were baptized, and there were added unto them that day about 3,000 souls. And in verse number 42, this is where we're transitioning our Sunday nights on, and in 2022, and that is, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, in fellowship, in the breaking of bread, and in prayer. Four elements of the apostolic church. That, continue, that they continued in as they drove the roots down deeper in preparation to expand out farther. And as a church in this year, that's one of the things I want us to focus on and capitalize on, is that on Sunday nights we are changing and we're rebranding this to, to being called Greater Life Continued. So it's just a continuation and an extension of Greater Life. It's continuing on. And every... There are, there are typically four, oh, in, every, in every month there are four Sundays. Sometimes there's a fifth Sunday. So on the four Sundays of a month, on Sunday evenings, one of the things that we're introducing this year is we're introducing the notion of Apostles' Doctrine. That's going to be a themed service that night for Apostles' Doctrine, number one. Another Sunday night in a month is going to be Fellowship. I'm going to explain what that means in just a minute. Another Sunday night in that month is going to be the breaking of bread. Like, that's what we get really excited about. But another Sunday night is going to be on focused prayer. Not lay me down to sleep prayer. Not ineffectual prayer. The fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Accomplishes something. But it's fervent, intentional prayer. These four, there are going to be four Sundays, in, in all four Sundays of the month, there's going to be a theme around this. So let, let me just start off with this, this very first thing, Apostles' Doctrine. One of the things we have to understand is that they continued steadfastly in doctrine, that you and I, there is an importance of doctrine. There's importance of what we learn and what we find in this word of doctrine especially as it applies to our day today. One of the very things that's going to differentiate an apostolic church from the rest of the churches that are out there in the milieu of churches today is what do you preach, what do you believe? We cannot, no matter how big and, and how mighty we may get, we cannot deviate from this word. And there are things that are going on today in our world today that probably weren't really as, as big of issues back in the apostles' day that they maybe didn't have to worry about and deal with on maybe the, the same level that we have to deal with them at. But can I tell you, this word still addresses every single thing that's going on in our world today. So that's, that's going to be one of the things that we're going to be focusing on and talking about as a church on Sunday nights is one Sunday night a month we're going to be focusing on apostles' doctrine to talk about specific things that impact the church and how we, how we can interact with those things in our world today. Some of those subjects will include things like marriage 
and abortion or the sanctity of life or addictions or the LGP, LGBTQI plus uh, categories. What, we need to know about that. We need to talk about that. And what do we do with regard to that in our world today? So doctrine, doctrine, doctrine. We're going to talk about doctrine one time a month. Another time, what's the other thing? So after the Apostles' Doctrine, what's the next thing on the list there that it says in Acts 2.42? Fellowship. I am super excited about fellowship. What, you, what we experienced, my wife and I were gone a couple of Sundays ago. Um, we were down, or I was gone. She was, uh, the kids were sick, so she was home with them, and I was down in Storm Lake. So we were both gone. But one of the things we both commented on when we were listening to the service online, was the chatter that was picked up. Uh, before, before service ever started, it was the chatter that picked up. And do you know what that is? That's fellowship. That's fellowship. But can I tell you something? That the, the goal that the Lord has in these last days and the vision that he's given us to achieve and to accomplish is more than we can do on our own. When Jesus came to the disciples early on, Peter, James, John, came to them early on and said, well, let's go fishing, cast out a little bit deeper, cast your nets on the other side of the boat. And, okay, Lord, you know, they, they did it. They began to bring in a catch of fish there was so much that their nets began to break. And in one account of the Gospels, it says that their boat began to sink. It was so much that it was too much for them to contain. And so they called to another boat, and they said, come over here and help us with this. There are roughly around 20, there are over 20 churches, apostolic churches in the Twin Cities area. Do we know that? Over 20 UPC churches in the Twin Cities area. But can I just be transparent with you? None of us work together. I don't know what the appetite for this is, but from this pastor, that's going to change. And I am, I, here, here's the thing. I don't feel threatened one bit by any other pastor in this section. And they shouldn't feel threatened by us either. That, what is that? It's division. What is our vision this year? Together. Together. It doesn't happen all at once. It happens incrementally and slowly along the path, along the way. One of the things that we're going to be doing this year, and I've already had some of this already lined up and scheduled, <laughs> so you're like, I don't know where he's going with this. I think it's going to be so fun. One of the things, well, it's either going to be, I'll put it like this. It's either going to be really great or it's going to be really terrible. <laughs> like, I'm willing to take a chance. And I believe it's going to be powerful. Amen. So one of the things we're going to be doing starting in January and once every month for, for this year is we're going to be inviting a local area pastor and their congregation to join us on a Sunday night so that we can fellowship together as a group, but that's so we can also begin to develop relationships and say, how can we work 
together. Because it's not just fishing with a fishing pole. It's a net together. Yeah, Brother Eaton. These are other apostolic UPC churches. Yep. So, so we, we're not going to compromise truth or anything like that. We, got, well, we do have a church across the street. You could call it that. That's true. Um, a, a, a building anyway. So, so anyway, sorry. So I'm really, really excited for that. And uh, I'm, I'm, so if some of you are a little nervous, like, well, who's that going to be? Don't worry about it. Like, we're just going to take our time. Um, and it, just trust me. I'm just going to ask that you have to just trust me. Is this all right? Just trust me a little bit, and everything's going to be okay. The next one, so we have the Apostles' Doctrine. I'm sorry? We're not going to be going to another church. They're going to be coming here. If they, if they want to invite us, hey, that's fine. We can talk about it. We can, we can work with that. I, I'm more than happy about that. Here's, here's the thing. Your pastor had mentioned this often. We want, to make, we want to align with this. We, the church has got to get out. And we're getting out. We are getting out. And so part of this is getting some exposure, getting some fellowship, and then encourage, just being an encouragement to one another and realizing we're not in this alone. I think it's a beautiful thing. So I'm super excited about that. The next thing I want to share with you is, so you've got apostles, doctrine, you have fellowship. What's the next one? Breaking of bread. Come on, Pentecostals, breaking of bread. Like, this is our speciality. This is, like, exciting. Isn't that, don't you love a little, little bread and a little get-together and have some bread? Even people that, that have celiac just like, I just can't help it. Like, I just, I just want some more of that bread. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, then don't worry about it. But there's, there's more than just the, the eating component of the breaking of bread. Do you know what else is included in the breaking of bread? It's the, it starts with the breaking. Where a little bit of our will and some of these walls and barriers that we have are going to start to be broken. Can I just tell you one of the things that I want to see, and, and, and some of the things that maybe generationally and culturally have kept us where we're at, can I just say, those things are going to be broken. And what I mean by that is this, is that we, we have just been on the cusp and on the edge of trying to break through, break through, break through. We want to see miracles. We want to see people being delivered. We want to see restoration take place. We want to experience all these things, and it's starting to begin to happen, but not just a little bit here and there, breaking some things for good and breaking through. And, it, and fellowship, and, or this time of breaking bread and, and, and communion together is a beautiful thing, but it's not just for a get-together where we eat a meal. It's where things get broken so that restoration can take place and that something new can take place. So when you're coming to that, one of the components that that's often going to include is the component of communion. So month, on a monthly basis, a regular component of communion gathering together. So I'm very excited about this taking place. And the last one, so we have Apostles' Doctrine, Fellowship, Breaking Bread, and Prayer. Prayers. We cannot 
deviate from the foundation of prayer. Prayer, prayer is the lifeblood for a church. It's, it's your lifeblood. It connects you to God. And it is the lifeblood of a church. Can I just say this for this year? What I would love to see, along with so much of what we're talking about, is a revival of prayer. Well, hallelujah to you too. Come on, somebody. I want to see, you're going to hear this from this preacher until we get it. So, a revival of prayer. Some things that have laid dormant for a while, being awoken. And you say, well, I don't know how to pray. Great. Let's pray together. Let's pray together. But can I tell you this, that when we gather together, your, the vibrancy of our prayer together is only going to be as strong as the vibrancy of your personal prayer life. We need a revival of prayer. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins. I will heal their land. We need healing and restoration more than anything. We need this lost, the lost, fallen, the lost and the fallen to be redeemed unto the Lord. That's why He came to redeem us. But it begins with humility and prayer. So, this Sunday, you will be receiving one of these. It is 30 days of prayer. And this is from the World Network of Prayer from headquarters. 30 days of prayer, and it starts on January 2nd. And this Sunday just so happens to be January 2nd. You'll be receiving one of these 30 days of prayer. And so these are going to be available for, for you to pick up and to receive. And I want us, just as a church, I'm not going to be, there's not going to be like a check-in station. We're not going to follow up to make sure that you're doing it. But I want to give this to you, put this in your hand, and I want us to start off 2022 with the most important thing that we can do and that is prayer. And then on one Sunday a month, we're going to be gathering together on a Sunday evening, one Sunday a month, where we're going to be gathering together for the express purpose of focused prayer. Not scattered prayer, not just come in and punch a time clock prayer, not, you know, meditation prayer, where I take a nap, but I pretend like I'm praying. Not waste of time prayer. Come on, someone. I mean gathering together for prayer. And that will change some things. Then on fifth Sundays, as, as our custom has been this, in, in this last year, our life groups, our campuses are going to be gathering back together on fifth Sundays to come back together for a celebration service to testify what the Lord has done and to strengthen one another. And our first fifth Sunday of the year just so happens to also be in the month of January. So I'm excited to hear about what the Lord is going to do in this first month and that he's already doing. Amen. Last couple things that I want to do share with you here that are just going to be taking place this year. 
There are, some, there are some dates that I want you to mark in your calendar. Our calendars are very full, I understand that. But um, there is something that's special about getting together. So there's some dates I want you to mark on your calendar. If you happen to be of, uh, of Hebrew descent, then this is already on your calendar. No, anyway, okay. Um. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So we are going to be, um, I'm really excited, we're going to be celebrating this year and observing and helping to understand a little bit more some of, the, some of the things of our heritage. Now, you say, well, we're not Jewish. It's like, well, no, but we've been grafted into a vine. And all the promises of Abraham, all the promises that he's, give, he's given to, to his people are ours as well. So we're going to understand a little bit more about Passover um, I'm so excited to announce to you, this year we're going to have a traditional Passover meal right here as a church of daily life. I'm super excited about it. Um, We're going to understand Pentecost a little more, the Feast of Tabernacles, and even understanding a little bit more about Hanukkah. So I'm, uh, back in 2019 we were trying to take a trip to Israel, and because of many things that were taking place, we couldn't make it. It would have actually been in 2020 that it was supposed to take place, but because of, you know, a couple things that happened that year, in 2020, we couldn't make a trip to Israel, so we're bringing some of this, at least, here to us, so we can experience this together. I'm really excited about that. Last thing I want to share with you is this, Um, and this is a little, I want to say top secret, but you can't tell anybody. Um, right now, with a few other pastors in this district, I'm working on it as a, t- on a team with these other pastors. Um, we've, Greater Life has been one of a few churches in this district that's been selected. It's not about elitism or anything like that. We've just been asked to be a part of a, an initiative, a growth initiative start, that starts in May. And this is something that we've been asked to be a part of, and I'm going to float this to you because everybody in here, you may feel like, well, I'm not a part of ministry You might feel like, I mean everybody in here. If you hear me speaking, if you see everybody in here, everybody is invited to be a part of it. This growth initiative is something that uh, we've been chosen to be a part of to come alongside of two practitioners that have taken churches and have grown churches. Now, it's not about numbers. It's not about just growth and everything like that. What it is about is it's about reaching the lost. Going to places where people are lost and dying and they have no hope and saying, you do have hope. Going to places where people live in darkness and they don't know what to do and they're bound by addictions and sin and they're, and they're, and they're, um, they're under captivity of sin and, and of the enemy and helping set them free and redeem them, redeeming them on, back under the Lord. So there are two pastors that we're going to be working with in this next, in this next year. Um, it's, if I, as soon as I say their names, some of you are going to be like, oh, yeah. And, so, and that's going to mean a whole other thing. But um, it's brothers Tom Foster and Brother Mike Watts. Now, some of you know who that is. Some of you don't. And it's just 100% voluntary. Okay? Well, let me just share this with you. Brother Tom Foster took a church in Dallas, Texas of around 200 people. And grew it to about to over a thousand. Underneath him was Mike Watts, Mike Watts, who was just here for our fellowship rally 
earlier this year. Brother Mike Watts worked underneath him, and he and his wife went to Fort Worth, Texas, where as a couple, they started a church, and now have, just as a couple, now they run over 500 people. It's not about numbers, but it is about reaching. It's not about just a number. Numbers, numbers, don't, numbers don't tell the whole story. It's not, it's not about numbers. And there is no quick fix silver bullet solution. There's no one thing that we can do. Oh, this is going to be it. This is going to be it. But can I tell you what it is? It's progressively adding tools to the toolbox. Some of you are going to be really effective in life groups. Some of you are going to be really effective in one-on-one Bible studies. Some of you are going to be really effective at a campus. Some of you are going to be really effective right here at the home church. This is just another tool to add to our toolbox and availability to help somebody be effective. And so what they're going to be doing is just, if you, if it's totally voluntary, if you want to be a part of this, I want to invite you again to be a part of this. And what this looks like is it looks like monthly gatherings together um, on a Sunday night where we just go through some of these things that, uh, with these practitioners to help us grow, to help us grow, to help us break through some things. There's no one way, there's no one silver bullet, there's no single solution that's going to be a quick fix for everybody. But what it is, is it's you and 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 all of us doing our part together. And trusting that because of what you do looks different than what I do doesn't mean that I'm right and you're wrong. It's trusting that we're in this together. And we're going to see this through together. This is our vision for 2022. Is it's beginning to expand. It's driving the stakes down deeper and expanding out farther. And seeing the work of the Lord accomplished in a deeper way. There's been so many beautiful things that the Lord has done and helped us with this last year. And I am so excited for what's coming in 2022. And what I'm asking for you is will you be a part of this with us together? Not, not just, well, I'll give it one more shot. No, 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 no. <laughs> will you be a part of this together? Will you, say, will you step in and you say, you know what, I'm all in. Some of you, if you've had one foot out, one foot in, and kind of like waiting to see how this is all going to play out, this is your year to take your other foot firmly plant it in and say, you know what, I'm done playing it safe. I am all in. For those of you that have been waiting for something else to happen, like, I'm not really sure about this Pastor Kirk and this leadership and this, I'm not really sure about where this is going, but yet you see the evidence of God's hand moving and working. If you want to be a part of that, then what I'm asking you to do is to step in and say, you know what, I'm all in, in this together. Together, together. We're better. We're a better church. We're together. Let's stand together here tonight.